Welcome to Span Reads, not your typical rereads podcast, a 17th chart series where we reread the Cosmere and are giant nerds about it. Today, we are talking about the Well of Ascension and the magic. Joining me is Jesse. Hello, I'm Lady Lameness. Ian. Hey, I'm your writer. Matt. Comatose on the forums and Discord. Katie. Hello, Aeonine on the forums. Eric. I'm Chaos. Hello. And I'm Michelle, or First Rainbow Rose. This episode will have spoilers for this book and Final Empire only. We are discussing the magics. Ian, do you want to kick us off? <laughs> uh, yes, I will. Because there's like a decent amount of uh, magic system stuff in this book. First, building off of the lore and knowledge we got last book about Alamancy, we got a new metal in this book. Yep. Your Illumin. The complement to aluminum, which instead of getting rid of your metals, makes you burn all of them at once and get a lot of power out of them. I mean, yeah, it also gets rid of your metals just in a more potentially dangerous way or helpful. We also got a little bit more um, bronze allomancy, which... When Marsh is teaching um, Vin bronze in Final Empire, like he alludes to there being more you can do with it than just figuring out which metals are being burned. And so in this book, Vin uses it to detect from Breeze's um, bron- um, bronze pulses what emotions he's soothing. Right. And who, mm-hmm. which was the one that... Uh... Marsh specifically challenges her to try. Can you tell where it's pointed to? And she fails, and Marsh is like, good, because if you had been able to do that, I would have been really pissed because it took me forever. Mm-hmm. And it was fun to see the fruition of that with her being able to identify who it is that it's being pointed to. Yeah, right. but like, I find like being able to like pick up what emotions are being targeted very interesting. And because... Most of the time we think like, oh, bronze just detects um, investiture usage. But there's, I'm interested, like, what else can you do with bronze? Like, mm-hmm. I wonder if you could use bronze in a similar way to see what an alamancer is, like, pushing on or something. Like, mm-hmm. it'd probably be less useful because usually you can just see it. But, like, presumably you could, I would assume. And I think last book, Marsh also said you could tell if someone's flaring or if they're low, if they're getting low on their metals. He said that, yes. You, yeah. you, you could tell. So, like, yeah, that, there's definitely a lot of more potential for bronze. Um, I always like that, too, Vin's realization when, like, Breeze is, I think, targeting a lend or something, and it's like insecurity fear and all these like negative emotions and it takes her a minute to be like oh wait breeze is a soother so he's going to be focusing on the opposite of what he wants elen to be feeling i like that i love the moment when she goes oh wait he's commenting like his words and his actions are so opposite each other because the entire time he's like beating ellen down verbally but emotionally, he's boosting him up. And she just goes, oh, wow, this guy is way more complex than I would have originally thought. I love that she's able to do that, but it's not overused because she has to use Duralumin to do it. Say that mm, right? For the bronze? Duralumin. Or Duralumin. Duralumin. Yeah, Duralumin. To, get the, yeah to get to the, get the emotions. emotions. Mm-hmm. 
she has to use jerk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I I did like just Straff commenting, oh, Vin's so powerful. And it's just like, oh, I mean, any Mistborn could do this if they had the metal. (laughs) But like that, that goes into Alamancy. Like a lot of this skill is important. Knowing the tricks, having the metals, like does a lot. Well, Ham does say that Vin is way more powerful than it seems mm-hmm. that she should be because he's like, most people, even with Pewter, it would knock them out for a week or two. Mm-hmm. Instead, she's knocked out for a few days. So mm-hmm. it's not just that she is that powerful or that not just that any Alamancer could do it. It's just mm-hmm. she gets a little bit of an extra boost from it. We also learn a lot more about Furukami in this book. Specifically, yeah. we actually know what different metals do in Furukami, rather than just like, these are the things you can do, but we're not going to mention what metals they go with yeah, that we right, get right. in Final Empire. Because last book we got, did we get that Pewter does strength and that Hopper does memories? I it, think. We just got Pewter does strength. We didn't we, even get we, copper. We didn't get copper mines. I don't oh. think we just we we knew you could store memories, but not what metal. Yeah, because huh. we know pewter. Because Vin tries to burn a pewter mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's mm-hmm. the only one we get. And we also learned about like oh, you can can compound by drawing more attribute. Yeah, in a limited amount of time, you can yep. store months worth of strength into a couple seconds, yep. which is the strength of Frukami over Alamancy, like given enough time, like Frukamis is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. He's all the speed, uh, but mm-hmm. it's kind of nice that uh, Seizet had to use all the speed already. Uh, yeah. So he didn't mm-hmm. really have too much of it. Well, and it, I liked the fact that it's full on spelled out that Alamancy doesn't use yourself. Ferrochemy does, yeah. like somebody comments at one point, I think it's Vin comments that oh, well, the Allomancy didn't relied on the metal, not on herself. So she's able to like push herself past where she should be able to or something. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Ham comments on that early on, too. Like talking about the difference between Farukami to become stronger, your muscles actually get bigger because it is still your body fueling it. Whereas mm-hmm. Allomancy, your body doesn't need to become bigger because your muscles aren't doing the work. It's the metal doing the work. And that's why Vin can like, go grasshopper because mm-hmm. suddenly she's like an ant where she's like teeny tiny but like has all this strength in a small package one parallel that i that jumped out to me while reading this book was with Seized's rings and the uh battle at the end with marsh because in the first book Seized takes a leaf out of vin's books and swallows some of his metal mines to be able to get into credit shore Whereas mm-hmm. this time he has them pushed into him, but it achieves the exact same effect in both books of being mm-hmm. able to use these powers from something that is embedded inside of him in one way or another. And it just really jumped out at me because when I was rereading the first book, I completely forgot that he swallows his metal minds. And I thought the stuff with the rings happened then, not in Well of Ascension. It was funny when I was reading that, the only thing I could think was, isn't he going to have complications after the fact? Like, my logical brain was just like, he's going to have, like, septus or something from having these rings embedded in his body. But that's the really cool thing about gold and healing is that it 
heals past the septus and he yeah. now has these embedded metals and it's not a problem. I would have expected usually that the gold healing would have pushed them out of him rather than sealing oh, around yeah. them. That didn't happen, so. Wouldn't think that that's how it works necessarily. I, I um, wonder if there is some matter of intent with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if there's some subtleties with gold uh, for Ukimi where you could, if you had enough control, choose, okay, I'm going to let the healing push this out or I'm going to heal. I also like how Seized just like sort of gets into like, wow, Iron Fair Kimmy is kind of weird. What does it do? Uh, no one knows. <laughs> Like, what it does, does what Brandon wants the magic to do. That's what it does. <laughs> iron does weight, which what that means, who knows? What does that mean? Like, but it, it's also um, saws and comments like, oh, iron fruit can be way more useful than I ever thought, which makes sense because it's one of the abilities Brandon is also really interested in and which comes we see more later on. Yeah, but it, no. it was very cool seeing more of fair chemi it, it's hard for me to dissociate that fair chemi knowledge because like i just read final empire and well ascension like back to back basically when i first read it mm-hmm. so like i never had just final empire alone really mm-hmm. with the fair chemi and i mean also the i mean the back of the book does like the ars arcanum says things yeah, yeah. Uh, about it too right but, i love the scene where we see Seizet storing and just the especially like the mental ac- acuity how do you mental. pronounce that word? Mental. Where, mental speed with zinc. Yeah. yeah, where he's like, it took him a second to even process the th- the words that are being, like that entire scene where he's storing is just mm-hmm. so cool to see exactly how much it impacts him. And like, you would think that he gets so little out of it, but then you directly see those rings being used and there's actually quite a bit available for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, mental speed and physical speed is like, th- those are super overpowered. Like, imagine, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, those are ridiculous attributes that yeah. make you just think, wow, uh, the Lord Ruler really shouldn't have lost in Final Empire if he actually mm-hmm. used all of his abilities that he was just completely underestimating them. Even before, like, w- um, during when he saw that he's defending um, the gate, it's very impressive what a full fruit can do. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's funny how often he says, uh, my brass metal mind is almost out of heat. My brass metal mind is all like heat must last forever because he says it like three or four times that he's almost out and he never runs out. Mm-hmm. Huh, I didn't notice. Like, that. I remember him commenting on like commenting on it, the heat from the um, brass mind. But I don't remember like him commenting on it running out overly much. But- I think he mentions it at least i know for sure at least two times but i think it's at least three we also like see our first coloss they get mentioned in final empire but we yeah. don't see them until this book uh which great big blue monsters that um their skin is always the same size but they keep growing and sometimes they split out of their skin which is kind of gross very, um, very gross uh they, they are not fun also, there are random nails in their body. Who knows what that means? Uh-huh. Also, mm-hmm. the whole um, Colosa, oh, yeah, we're we're going to be human now, and we are going to have money, and we're, like, the wearing the villagers' clothing. We are human. Just... We will take your city and live in it. Yeah. It's just so creepy yeah, from a, like, oh, it's just so, like, 
Yeah. The line in Final Empire when they're like, oh, it's like the Kolos armies are mentioned. Like, so, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. what are those? And yeah, they're not nice. They're, they're very not nice. Yeah. Well, and seeing even the payoff, like when they're planning in the Final Empire, they talk about, well, what about his Kolos? He has so many Kolos. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. He won't bring the Kolos in except as a last resort because he can't, like, have them around people. It's, like, too dangerous. And then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, and then Jace marches an army of Kolos through the central dominance and you see, oh, yeah, yeah. the Lord Ruler wouldn't have wanted to have called. He would not want to bring them to Luthadel. No. no. It's a shame if someone brought them to Luthadel. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about Kolos and magics and i love tensoon and the payoff of tensoon calling them cousins and like mm-hmm. yeah that then being able to like take over tensoon i've seen it done poorly where it ends up being a ex machina feeling thing where it's like oh suddenly you can control these but brandon does it so well with those that you're just so satisfied when Finn it clicks for Vin and she's just like oh i can control them the same way yeah that was really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I had totally forgotten that both Chandra and Kolos are like totally immune from emotional alamancy. Yep. Until you push uh, through that, uh, that that was uh, a cool thing that I I had sort of forgotten. Yeah, it's it's one of the the notes I made. It's like because it's like they're completely immune. Like, yeah, I like. forgot it's, that. Yeah, totally yeah. forgot. Like to the point which where. Is, Soon is saying, oh, this is one way you could potentially reveal uh, Chandra mm-hmm. is if you're soothing them or rioting them super strong mm-hmm. and they don't notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so that, that was just but a weird aspect that I totally forgot. That gets foreshadowed because like Ten Soon like gets like very weird when talking about that, like after the fact, like and it's like, oh, like I've spoken too much. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. when she does like she does push too far and like it hurts him so it's like she knows there's something there and then the scene later where he like gives her permission to do it oh that was just great. so good just how Tensoon was like saying it mm-hmm. it's like no 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 please do this thing she knows too much what are you talking about shut up she but knows. like it, it makes sense where it's like with like piercing a copper cloud it's like it you can't detect detect anything until you meet that threshold of power and then like yeah you can yeah, see right. through it. Right, 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 right. It was like operating on the same basic principles, which it's Brandon and the Cosmere. It's like there are basic principles that underpin everything. Yeah. Or like yeah. affecting uh, metals that pierce flesh. That's another one yeah. where you know if you get past a certain point, you actually can yeah. do it. Like the Lord Ruler and Vin. Which I loved the fact that Zane pulls the trick of having the coin in his mouth. Mm-hmm. But I was so disappointed that that never really comes into play again. Like, yeah, that's true. Vin's like, okay, that's a cool trick, and then it just is kind of forgot. So that made me mm-hmm. sad. Another cool Alamancy moment is the the horseshoe dash. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. personal spikeway. Yeah, yeah. And then coming up with that was, I think, before I started Final Empire, I thought that was something she figured out in Final Empire. Yep. For some reason. And yep. so then I was like, oh yeah, like this is where she figures out how to, mm-hmm. how to mm-hmm. do that because that was and only a, a Mistborn could do that because she's both pushing and pulling. Yeah, you have yep. to pull, push and pull. Yeah, yeah. Because you do the. Yeah, yeah. That's how I pictured it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. 
I would love to uh. see that as like a visual representation, like a movie or TV show or something, like just that scene in particular. Oh, that would yeah, be that would be so good. cool. Mm-hmm. Harder to do the uh the emotional elementsy, but a lot easier in a movie to do pushing and pulling and things like that to make it look mm-hmm. really cool. Another thing that I thought was really cool that I had forgotten about was when they're escaping and Vin creates a pewter cloud and yeah. just like yeah. that is such a cool concept of just powdered metal that is scattered and then you push on it and it explodes into the air and yeah. it almost creates a shield for her that you know that she's able to use to deflect weapons and stuff and it's just it's so cool as a visual concept mm-hmm. well it's that like she puts it like on the ground and it, like it kicks up the ash yeah. on the yeah. ground I think that um, it mentions that there's sparkling in the air, so she pushes on it and it kicks up the ash as well as the... Oh, it kicks up all of it, yeah. Yeah. It stirs up the dust and the ash and the the pewter dust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What what I liked about that is it's kind of an extrapolation on what she did to the Inquisitors in book one, right? Mm Because she did the dust in book one to blind them momentarily, Mm -hmm. right? Like she did the... And so this is kind of like, a, oh, like, again, it's Vin building on what she's learned before. And one of her strengths, like, she is so, gets to be so creative with, with Allomancy. So it's always cool seeing yes. the different things that she figures out. Which is interesting, because, like, usually a powerful person relies on their power rather than the tricks. It's, it's the weaker ones that need to rely on tricks. But the fact that, like, she is powerful and she's, like putting in the thought about tricks it just like makes her unstoppable yep pretty much we can't delve too much into the well of ascension without deep cosmere stuff that is true we've learned but yes there is like we have to mention it there's the well of ascension is very powerful it's interesting that like she has the line where it's like she does use bronze to detect it like yet another ability of bronze but at a certain point she starts hearing it all the time yeah it's very weird to me and it's also just weird that the mist spirit like she can detect that with bronze but Mm -hmm. also like the mist spirit can soothe and things i was like that i forgot that's like basically the mist spirit soothing like Mm -hmm. okay well we don't ever get confirmation one way or the other everybody always wonders are they soothing but we don't get they're it's never a like full on. They're always just like, "Okay, I'm tr- more trusting. Is this thing soothing me?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's implic. Like that's. I think that's important. that is confirmation. It's yeah. like I know Ellen at one point. Like Ellen would be smart enough to know. It's like, yeah, this thing is soothing me. But like, it's not confirmed. But it's confirmed. Makes sense. Yeah. At the very least, it's replicating the same effect of soothing, which is a meaningless distinction. I I love the like imagery or the like how Vin's uh going into the well is described like how she almost feels like she's being like burned up and the lead up like throughout the book how the pulses get stronger and stronger I think is is a really cool device used to build the tension and the anticipation Mm -hmm. I love the fact that what sends her back isn't the fact that she realizes that they're going away from the well, but rather something else. But once she's back, she's like, oh, I should have seen that. I just I love that for a 
not perfect characters kind mm-hmm. of thing. Also that I think for her character moment, it would have been cheapened a bit if the reason she came back was, oh, we're headed the wrong direction. The well is in Luthadel. Yeah. Like, I think for for the arc, her choosing to come back because it's like the right decision from her perspective to make it, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for watching. You can find us on 17thshard.com for all the news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. You can leave us a review on iTunes. You can subscribe on YouTube and you can support us on Patreon. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.